Hello everyone, this is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me for today's episode. Get ready for a treat. Hello everyone and welcome to the Victorious Anointed Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Stacy. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I have a treat for you today. I have Minister and Coach Alice Wolford um, here joining us on the interview. She's a coach, author, um, has a ministry, and some more things that we're going to talk about here on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. Welcome, Coach Alice. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Stacy. I appreciate you. Here on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast, we want you to be affirmed by the Word of God and by speaking life. Here is this month's affirmation. I receive that I want to be made new and that God has done something new in me. I make the choice to stand in my newness by faith. I hope and pray that you would speak that over yourself on today and believe God for his word. Now back to the show. Um, Alice is a woman of God who serves with the heart of a pastor. She is also an empowerment coach and recognized and respected prayer leader, speaker, music artist, and upcoming self-published art author. Minister Allison and her husband, George Wolford III, are members of First Assembly of God Church in North Little Rock, Arkansas, under the direction of Pastor Rod Lloyd. She was given the ministry and vision for Healing Touch Outreach Ministries Incorporated incorporated in the early 90s and at that time she coordinated events to help those in need of basic essentials as a coach pastor alice has been called to proclaim inspire teach and empower others to seek out their god-given vision and purpose for their life welcome again to the victoriously anointed podcast and we're going to go ahead and get started it wasn't your full extensive bio but i wanted to give a brief overview before we kind of got started into your background yeah so the first question that I have for you is, why did you, why did you decide to kind of go into ministry? And I know that you minister in different ways, um, as a coach, um, as a having a prayer line, uh, writing books. Um, but let's start with the, the heart of passion. That where did that where, where did you start at with that? Wow. Well, um, it was more like a calling. It was a calling. Um, my I grew up in the church. My parents. Uh, the late Roger and Olitha Golett started the Golett Links of Harmony, which was just back then, it was the Golett family. My family now has been singing for more than 63 years. And um, so I've always been in ministry. I've always been in church. I grew up in church. My My parents were pastors and teachers and evangelists, and it was just full of ministry in my family. And so um, my heart was drawn to God as a young girl. And by the age of nine, I was baptized. And I even felt the presence and the spirit of God at that age. And as I grew up, I was, you know, in Sunday school and just still had a heart for God. And so by the time I was 15 years of age, God asked me if I would teach his word. And I did, I did accept that calling at the age of 15 that, yes, Lord, I will teach your word. And um, so when I let my parents know that God was calling me to teach, they had no problem with that at all. Um, but I was trying to pull away from singing to go to the teaching. And, let the, and they let me know you can do both of them. You can still sing and you can still teach. And so that was my experience as a young girl and then coming on up into my teenage years and adult years, just having that heart for God, you know, giving my heart to the Lord at an early age and coming into that stage of ministry. Awesome. That's when my teaching calling began. So you're... You said you got baptized at the age of nine, and then at the age of 15, you heard the Lord um, kind of call you into the ministry of teaching. So what was it like for you to hear 
to hear God tell you to go into teaching, was there any doubt in your mind? Did you have a question whether or not you were too young to do it? Um, or you were you just like, I'm ready, I'm prepared, um, I know that the Lord has called me to do this? I knew his voice uh, and I knew that he was calling me. Um, it was just something about even when I was young, even riding to school on the school bus, you know, at nine, 10, you know, those ages and knowing that I was literally hearing God, God talk to me. So that was this relationship that I have had with God all this time. Um, so at the age of 15, when he asked me and he was calling me, will you teach my word? You know, um, and I knew it was the voice of God and my heart was willing, but I knew I needed to be, what's the word, schooled or taught to, to know how to bring, to bring forth and deliver. So I let my parents know and of course other spiritual leaders around me. And um, then I was given that opportunity to demonstrate you know, the revelation that he would give me and the spirit of knowledge that he would give me while I teach, you know, even at that age. And so that's pretty much, I just said, yes, I, I didn't, I don't, I didn't, I don't, I don't recall running from that at all. I don't feel like it was something I ran from, but it was just that relationship and connection with God that I just said, yes, Lord. Awesome. Because I feel like, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, we, uh, I don't know, I guess it's different for everybody because when you were thinking about the age and then how God called you and also learning the voice of God, you had to get to a point where you had to build your relationship to be able to know God and know that he was calling you and talking to you in the moment. And the mm -hmm. fact that you had the um, support system to kind of help get you there. Why did you feel like, you know, I was, you were singing I um, mean, you still currently sing, but why did you feel like, you know what, in order to operate in one area of ministry, you had to leave another area of ministry? And what was it like for you when you came into revelation that I don't have to give up a one area of ministry that I love in order to do another area? It was something about that call of teaching, and I guess in my mind at that time, I really felt I needed time. I needed time to study. I needed time. <laughs> time to prepare you know so i was kind of getting over into that mindset of preparation and you know my family we we go all the time we were going all the time we were going from city to city state to state and we were moving and we would you know go out and you know on a sunday and, and sing somewhere out of town and then before we know it you know it's probably two and three in the morning us getting home right and then we got, I have to get up and I have to go to school. I'm still in school. And so I was like, God, um, I'm thinking I need to kind of put this one aside a little bit so I can get to doing this one. So I think that's where my mindset was at the time. Uh, but I did later learn I can use, I can just build on each one of the gifts and talents and skills that God has given me. So but that's where I was at that at that point in my life. That's that, that's most definitely true. Um, and we see where now, like if you um, go come fast forward now to where you are in life, we see where you have used multiple skills and different things like that from your books to coaching, to um, singing, to um, ministries, ministerial work. And you still have incorporated a life of prayer and are also um, exercising that. Can you talk a little bit about this prayer line um, that you currently have going on and what inspired that? Well, um, prayer is our conversation with God. It is our connection. And without prayer, you know, you are in trouble, literally, because we have to call on God. Why? Because he tells us to ask. And many times we have not because we ask not. So prayer is very essential. It's a, it's a priority. It's, it's, it's your lifeline. Because the Bible said, out of the mouth of God, you know, uh, proceeded, you know, what is the word? He's proceeded out the mouth, the breath of life, you know, it, it's his word. You know, every word that proceeded out the mouth of God, that's what gives us life. That's right. You know, and if we don't have um, the means or take the time to learn what his words say, then we don't know what he's saying to us. 
we don't know how to operate. We don't know how to move because in Him, we, it is what is in Him that we move, we live, and we have our being. So this prayer has always been this conversation with God, even when I was a child, even before I understood the depths of it all. But it was communicating with God and God communicating with me. A conversation is what we're having. If if I'm just talking to myself, I guess you could call that a self-conversation. But, you know, a true conversation is is two-way, you know. And so uh, he was, he would, he, it's always been in my heart. And he put that in my heart. I believe he put it in my heart. And there was this desire to, to pray. And I was always being asked to pray for people. So the, the prayer line itself, I call it the prayer call. I like the fact that that's what he called. He gave it to me, the prayer call, because it's a prayer call. It's a call to pray. It's just not, it's not just a prayer line. It's a prayer call. So that's why I call it the prayer call, because I have been in this situation at this point, it is my current mandate was to call the people to pray, right? And to call us, call that prayerful assembly together, call us into the presence of God. And because that's what God was saying, I'm doing a, it was a prayer call. And this started during 2020 when COVID happened. Um, I was getting ready to do a, a new event um, presentation for the Lord concerning you know, going to your next level. We had just done this in 2019 of December, 20, 2019. And then we had the next meeting coming up in March of 2020. And that meeting should have taken place on March the 7th. We were trying to take it out of the, the city of Jacksonville into the city of Little Rock, but we were unsuccessful in locating where we wanted to, to go and, and everything just wasn't lining up. So we brought it back to Jacksonville. And it was set for March the 21st, but on March the 20th, everything started, well, literally before that day, started shutting down and certain facilities and places were closing and, you know, they were shutting down the facilities because of the COVID situation. So, but the theme at that time of March uh, 2020 was that, that I was getting ready for um, March the 7th for this event was wake up and check up. And I said, wake up and check up. That's what God was speaking. Wake up and check up. So that that was a theme and it was a, a prophetic word all in one. We needed to wake up and we needed to check up. Yes. So the event that, I'm just gonna make sure that I'm understanding. So the event that was supposed to happen on the 21st, it didn't occur or it did occur. It did not occur. It did not it occur. It did not occur. Things started shutting down. And that's when I said, Lord, what would you have me to do? What can I do with this, you know, this current situation? Mm -hmm. So I said, Well, since all of this is going on, we're gonna get on the we're gonna go get on the call. We're gonna get a free conference call. We got on the call, and we we will we will pray. And so that's what we did. They all we all came together. Those that were going to be a part of the services, and we started praying. Okay, so we prayed, and then the next week we prayed, and then the next week we prayed. And I said, you know what? We're just gonna continue because then I had felt God calling me to continue the prayer call. So I would say like in the midst of the storm, God provided you with a blessing and a door of opportunity to be able to do something that the body of Christ is called to do, which is prayer. He says, my house shall be called the house of prayer. And so it's so important for us to pray. And so um, and I would say in the midst of when a storm was getting ready to occur, God gave you a, a, a battle plan. I would say a part your your blueprint, and I believe that that's a blessing. That's a that's a blessing when God can um, do that because I believe that sometimes tragedies occur in our society as a means for us to turn our hearts back to God, and prayer is one of the ways that we do that. Um, I just uh, I, so I think that's awesome. So, and then you continue your you even though you started from the midst of like a situation that was happening across the world, um, you continue out with the prayer call up until. 
you still continually do it even yes. at years later. Yes, we are 36 months in now. March just passed, so we are in uh, the third year. We've done it awesome. now for three whole years, and I'm seeking the Lord as to what he want to do next, you know, and if he want us to continue, or con you know, not, I believe he want us to continue to pray. So it's not a question of praying. It's just a question of the current um, the current blueprint that we're working with, and then because I, I feel a call. Yeah, 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 I feel a call to a higher plan. I feel a call to a, something new, but still including what we're doing. But there's, I think God's want to pivot us a little bit. So that's kind of where I am with that. It's like he will give you those unctions. You may not know exactly what he's trying to do, but I'm like, I'm God, I know you up to something. I know you up to something. I can feel it. <laughs> that's, exactly. That's, that's true. That's awesome. So I, I feel like, you know, you, um, you talked a little bit about that and you talked a little bit about your ministry. And so uh, I, I want to, well, actually you did talk a little bit about your ministry. You talked about the prayer call. I feel like there's just so much stuff that I want to kind of incorporate. So how did Healing Touch Outreach Ministries in the midst of you doing this prayer call, like, did it start before that? Did it start after that? Did it occur side by side with it? How did God kind of pour into you that, you know, this is something I want you to go beyond where I've uh, started you in, but I want you to continue to grow uh, forth in ministry. So how did that come about, Healing Touch? Healing Touch Outreach Ministry started, oh my God, at least 29 to 30 years ago, uh, 1994. Help me count. <laughs> it's been a while. So, um, yeah, because I'm born in 90, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that's 30 years, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's been in motion, um, I know my daughter, youngest daughter, yeah, based on her age, it was in motion prior to um, to her coming into this world, but I didn't incorporate it until like 1994. Uh, Healing Touch is a ministry that was given to me because of prayer, because of my crying out, because of, you know, needing God to do some things, not only in my life, but in the life of others. And that's it, it came because of the prayers and the constant uh, going to God for healing and restoration. And um, that's when I knew that the name of this ministry would be Healing Touch. It would have God's healing touch. Um, this we would get the we would get his healing touch through prayer. And then the Lord later uh, increased that to prayer praise and the word because it's in praise guys said, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness amen so when we do that uh putting on that garment of praise breaks and destroys that spirit of heaviness the spirit of depression and anxiety the spirit of dread and the spirit of fear if we would just come to god in praise so healing touch evolved um, initially, when it started out, it was uh, it was prayer, but it was providing food and clothing. And we would I would set up an event with the help of other church members, and we would just spread it all out and invite the community to come, and they would come and get food, supplies, clothing, just whatever we had available. But they also had the opportunity to get prayer, get prayed for. So we had a, you know, teams of people that would come and help us pray and minister to the lives of those who came to those events. Eventually, Hill and Touch evolved into just doing the prayer, praise, and the word, basically helping the people of God maintain and grow in strength in God, spiritual strength in God. So you started your ministry with a, with a very, uh, I would say, a, a very dynamic principle in Christianity, and that's to meeting the needs of the community. I feel like that's something that Jesus did when he started his ministry. He met the needs um, and giving, uh, with meeting the needs and giving and with prayer. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's a that's a, a blessed way to start something um, when you actually implement, like going out into being the, the outreach source that people need. Um, so I think that's a blessing. Um, and so we're gonna, and I feel like, you know, this is gonna kind of lead into um, your journal. Because I feel like through all of this, 
through praying, through starting different things, being led by God, you were on your own journey of discovery. And you wrote this journal, uh, you wrote a journal and you also wrote, uh, authored, a, co-authored a book. But we're gonna start with the journal, um, the journal, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, let me get my tongue together. I discover me, <laughs> I discover me. <laughs> So what yes. inspired you to write the journal and what do you and what do you want readers to be able to gain from um, participating in the journal? Wow, the inspiration is 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 a long list of things. When I think of the inspiration that inspired me because you know there's so many events that happens in our lives and you know there's so many things and situations circumstances that happen that you realize um you know this this is it, it's what brought me to where i am okay and so this situation with i discover me uh is a journal that you know i believe god just just kind of helped pull it up out of me um the things that i've had have basically gone through myself and you know just knowing that if uh we knew took the time to stop and think about who we who we are not just who we are because a lot of times we're questioning who we are who are we really who am i really why am i here and those type of questions but the main thing is understanding whose i am if i can understand who i belong to then that makes a whole lot of difference in you know just walking by faith as to who I am, you know, because if I don't know whose I am, I mean, you know, then if I'm not God's, guess who I belong to? And I don't want to be belong to the father of lies, okay? That's I right. belong to the father of truth, the father right. of the love and grace, the God in heaven, amen? So when you know whose you are, you know, and you can take time to start, you know, laying a, 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 a you know, just a, a path of, understanding for yourself knowing okay let's just find out what what i what do i de- identify with who do i identify if i don't know who i identify with it's going to be kind of a little difficult you know to uh know who i am you know because identity goes with goes back to who do you identify or what do you identify i know whose i am and because i am a child of god and because I'm a blood-bought daughter of the Lord, that makes a difference of writing and being able to help others. Look, you can. This is just the basic. This book, this mm-hmm. journal, is is is. I would call it basic. I call it basic, but it has some level of intermediate um, status to it. But you have to come to a place where, you know what. I need to understand why I do what I do. I need to know my values. I need to know my cores, uh, core values, my, my, what I identify with, what, you know, and if you don't stop and ask those serious questions, and if you don't get the word of God on the inside of you to know who you are, and because when you know who you are, you can know who you are. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty much, I've just given the answer right there, you know, uh, but you can still, you know, take the time to those who are listening to 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 <laughs> invest into the to the journal because in that journal I'm asking questions and there are prompts and it's and, you know to help you think. You want to be able to go deeper and think deeper into what are the most eight. Well, the question, one of the questions I ask in the book is, what is the eight most important things in your life? And um, I want us to get to a place where, okay, I can roll that off and just say what those things are, you know, but it takes time to think through it. So that just what the journal help you do, you know, what are some things in your life that you would not negotiate? You know, what's, if you can name one thing, then you, you know, you can name it, but there's some, there's, you know, the journal is designed to help you think what are the things that you will not negotiate? And then also in the journal, I'll give you another piece of that is what events in your life have you survived? Because sometimes if you don't take the time to look at what you've survived 
and what God has brought you through and what God has kept you from, mm-hmm. you know, it, we don't have the gratitude that we need. We don't have the level of gratitude that we need in order to move forward in life. But when we realize what we've been survived, what God has kept us from, what we've survived, the things that we've had to go through and the difference that he's made in our lives, then you can pull from that because now you have a testimony. And that testimony is designed to be a blessing and to help somebody else. So this is the reason I really wrote this journal um, by the leading of the Lord. Um, And I did. I put some personal things at the very beginning of this journal. I made a statement about after so many things, marriage, miscarriages, job closure, harassments, rejection, financial situations, loss of income, heartbreak, divorce, and other battles that have happened in my life over the years, in my past, I knew I needed to discover who am I? And and it's not all just, it's, it's discovering, but it's also recovering the identity that God has given you. I like that. Discovering, but you're also recovering the identity. Because sometimes we do get lost like in life and it's just kind of like after you get you, you go through one testing, you go through one trial, you go through one situation, um, and you, you lose you things lose along the way. You lose yourself sometimes. Yeah. You, know? you do. I mean, you can, and hey, we can lose ourselves. Yeah. We have to be rediscovered, you know. We got to re- be recovered in, in many ways. So do you feel like in the book um, is for someone that maybe uh, – uh, I kind of if you okay if, do you feel like in the book that it's maybe like for someone who may feel like you know what they have lost themselves and they're having to rediscover that the type of person that they are and do you feel like it actually guides them on that journey of really trying to I guess maybe p- put together the testimony in which God helped them to um and in, in which God ministered into their life the testimony in which you know because some people can't don't know their testimonies and they yes. really can't see yeah, <laughs> you're on the right path. I know, and you are on the right path. You are so right. It's 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 a it's a guidebook. It's a guidebook. And at the end of the journal, I do give you an opportunity to write my story. You know, so there is awesome. a notes for you to write your story once you have realized all of these things about yourself. It is a book of hope as well. You know, uh, when we're losing ourselves and and we're trying to find ourselves or we just need to understand ourselves better. Uh, if we're not careful, we, we, in the middle of those battles, we become hopeless. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've ever felt hopelessness, you know what I'm talking about. So, but then you have to realize that Jesus is our hope. We have to realize that. We have to know how to, to hold on and reconnect and realize that we win in Christ, that the devil ain't winning nothing. And I'm gonna say hey, he ain't winning nothing. Not a you know, say, don't let the devil beat you out of what God got you standing in. And so that's 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 my word. You know, I stand on that and I, I even put that in the book. Don't let the devil beat you out of what God got you standing in. Yeah, he tried to get in our mind. You know, the enemy tries to speak in our minds and tell us who we are, who we are not, you know, depending on what angle he want to come at us. But that's why we have to win the battle in our mind. And we have to do that through prayer and the word of God. And the more word that we understand and the more word that we house on the inside of our spirit the better we can stand the battles that come to us in life but we got to have the word and we got to have the presence of god that's right that's right and nothing like the word of god nothing yes. like that's, that's what you use to help fight and overcome and that's what you use to meditate on uh, we got to mm-hmm. meditate on his word that whatsoever things tell he tells us to think on good yes. things Yes, yeah. <laughs> you need that word. Good report. Yeah. Think on that. You know, sometimes you have you ever felt in your life you be you be uh, reading that scripture and you're going through at the moment. You're like, I'm supposed to think on 
something lovely right now. <laughs> you have to master that skill, even in negative situations. And you're like, oh, Lord, okay. You know, and I was going just the other day, and I said, okay, God, I, I, I know that I'm not going to, I am not going to partner with the spirit of disappointment right now. No. So you know what did I do? I said, I'm grateful. And I said it out loud. And I said it over <laughs> and over and over. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And it kept my mind on the goodness of the Lord. You hear me? It, I mean, it kept my mind. It helped, me, it helped me come back to where I needed to be. And that is in my spiritual mind. You know, we have to be in our spiritual mind. And, and you know, because the Bible says to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life. Awesome. So that's what we have to do when we feel like life is just not serving me up right. Well, we can use <laughs> that. You can. God has given us the power, but we have to take the tools and do the work. And that's usually the problem. People don't want to do the work because it's, it's work. It's work. Yeah, because sometimes life can life can serve you a bowl of raw potatoes with dirt on top. <laughs> and you have to, no, I know. <laughs> and you have to like, ooh, okay, life. You know what you say, then? <laughs> this is not my portion. Not I know my portion. <laughs> I'm gonna go get the portion God want me to have. <laughs> but you gotta you gotta have a mindset to be strong enough to de and determined enough and resilient enough and persistent enough right. to say, I want what God got for me. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. We have to be strong in the Lord. Yes. So you 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 uh, take people on this um, journey of discovery, but first you have to go on this journey yourself of discovery of what God has for you. Um, and I believe that that's so important for people to recognize and realize. You guys, she's not just writing a journal about discovery because that's just something that's just out there. But she had to go on her own journey of discovery of getting God's word and prayer and different things like that in order to discover herself. And so um, I encourage you. Um, I discover me. I haven't gotten it yet, but I, I anticipate getting it because I think that's a, a beautiful thing. And what I've heard about your testimony and stuff like that, I discover me. Um, and so not only have you, um, before we get into this next book, because I'm looking at this one question, but I'm like, oh, my mouth kind of froze because I was about to go to the next question. I was like, hold on, before we go into that, what has your journey of discovery been like over the years? Can you give us a brief overview before we kind of get into this next mm. book that you recently co-authored with someone else? you asking me to preach. That's what you asking me to preach. <laughs> you know, we can't do this right now. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. My discovery over the years, I discovered that God is faithful. Come on, I'm telling you, you're asking me to preach. I discovered that he's good all the time. It doesn't matter what it looks like. We can always tell the Lord, thank you. Glory to God. I discovered that he is a sustaining God. He's my provider. He's my healer. He's my deliverer. He's my keeper. He's my mind regulator. Come on. You asking me to preach on that one because that's what I discovered. He is a prayer hearing God. He's merciful. He's gracious. He's kind. He's generous. He's loving. He's oh, come on now. He's patient with us. He's long suffering yes, yes, with us. I mean, God suffered long with some of us. He's waiting for us to come in, and we're still just marking time, thinking, "Okay, I'm gonna do it my way. I'm gonna do it my way." Or, no, no, no. I don't need God. I'm gonna. Well, everything needs its source. You know, the fish need the water, right? Mm -hmm. The birds need the air. Mm -hmm. It's the way God manufactured and made us. And when he made mankind, he said, I'm going to make mankind in my image yeah. and in my likeness. Yeah. So we need him. We do. That's my discovery. I mean, all of that, including some of the things that I've gone through, I've got other courses that you know, we go in a little deeper with, and it's called Say Yes to the Vision, is where oh. you take the time. <laughs> Yes, 
this is where you have to hear God and then you write what God tells you to write, you know, so that you can get the blueprint of what he's speaking to you and you'll have a guide to go by. Okay, so this is what I need to do for this quarter, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. This is what I expect to do at the, by the end of the year. I want to be telling God, thank you for this. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Th-, and just list all of those things that you're, you're going to be giving him gratitude for by the end of December 30, 31st of this year or any year. But this mm-hmm. course is just a step up from, you know, actually, I've, I built the course before I wrote the book, literally. Mm-hmm. So to say yes to the vision literally came first and then but i discovered me was all you know it was all in it so it's kind of entwined um but this journal is out say yes to the vision and will be coming out soon i was i'm working my way through making sure it's where a person can do it without me making it like a do it with do it yourself workbook okay um but i'm available if they decide they want to do it with me so that's part of our courses and part of the coaching program, but it still involves ministry and mindset and transformation, because that's that's where we're going. So with the with this um, with the say yes to the vision book that you're work, currently working on and the course and stuff, if someone wanted to like get a group session together, maybe with their church or like a women's Bible study or something like that, then you're open and available to coming um, and being like a, a guest speaker or like a guest and helping them to kind of work through the workbook um, with them. If they are, is that what you're saying? Like interested in it? Well, you, you're taking it up a notch, you know, <laughs> I was thinking virtually, but if we, we need to travel, <laughs> it's a seven week program. You know, it's seven mm-hmm. weeks and we take it stage by stage and it deals with seven important areas of our lives. Um, and we have to come to a place where we gonna we have to decide when I leave this world, what do I want to leave behind? What memories, what what impact, what testimony, what do I want to leave behind when I'm no longer here? You know, what is it I want Stacy to remember about Alice? You know, you see, this is why it's so important that when we uh, make relationships with people, um, that we cherish those relationships and that we we love people the way God wants us to love them. And we do our best to create good memories the best we can. The Bible does tells us to live peacefully with, with all men as much as possible. You know, so this is what we want to do. And so this is the reason why now I'm just kind of like, you know, got my running shoes on, not because I'm afraid, not because I think something's going to happen. But I I know that I can't keep sitting, hoping and wishing, you know, a lot of us just hoping and wishing things going. You have to move. You have to get up and move forward. And that's why as a coach, I empower others. You know, you know, mostly women, but I empower others if there are men that want to take a part in that. I empower others who yarn to move forward. You know, if you're ready to make an impact, bring transformational uh, change in the lives of other people because of your testimony, because of the God in heaven that you know, because of what he's done and and who he is in your life. That is what I help. To people come on let's bring that out let's just let's walk in that plan that purpose that expected thing that god has for you awesome yes. awesome do you feel like um have you in your coaching in your coaching business have you run across people that may be ashamed of their testimony and and like what do you what do you encourage in in them if they're like yes. through the discovery process and the vision and and that that's kind of what I'm going to let you answer the question. <laughs> I mean, well, yes, I have run across people who were ashamed of their testimony, you know, and if we all be real, there's certain testimonies that we have personally, you know, that we haven't shared everywhere. Um, but you, there are certain things you can share publicly and be real transparent. Um, then there are some things you need to probably get a little counsel on, 
you know, before you just let it all out, you know, um, you need to make sure that you're in a place that you're healed, you know, you're in a, in a whole place in your heart and spirit, um, because other people will come back and they will want to challenge what you said. They'll want to challenge your your stand. They want to challenge who you say you are. But that's part of getting getting past what other people think. Because see, what you what you want to be able to do is know that God, you're doing what God said. It's, it's all about what God thinks and what did God say do. You know, um, you know, fear could hold us back on a lot in a lot of areas of our lives, but we have to still make a decision that I'm not going to partner with fear. That's right. You have, but it, you know, everything is a process, <laughs> and you have to grow. You know, you have to grow into this. You know, and you know, God is an understanding God. You know, but he he'll he'll tell you if we're led by the Spirit, then we just we should move by the Spirit. That's what we should do. Awesome. Awesome. I think that's wonderful. Um, and I'm going to, uh, I think that's wonderful. So you, um, in your writing process, you co-authored a book and it's called Dear Superwoman. And mm -hmm. so can you talk a little bit in this, you uh, you recently published, it's it's available or is it? Yes, both Dear Superwoman <laughs> is on Amazon as awesome. well as I Discover Me. They're both on Amazon. They're both available. Uh, if anybody's local, I have a few on hand, of course, but they are um, on Amazon at this time. Dear Superwoman is, an, uh, is a book that I co-authored, and it was really also by design in the leading of the Lord. Um, it's a friend of mine that I met. She's out of New Mexico. She's a coach. She's a beautiful woman of God. She She's the one who spearheaded this book and she invited not just myself but 27 other authors so there's like 28 authors total in this book um there's a name that they call it it started with the a n t h and anthropology and you know i can't hardly say the word but you know what i mean so it's what is it's, it's like that and it's a book of testimonies it is a book of of every different person's stories and there and then some of these stories that you know even some of the authors have told their stories you know um they may have felt ashamed about some of the things that they've gone through in their lives and then the, but they shared their story in spite of by the leading of the holy spirit and because of them sharing this sharing is going to bless heal deliver and set people free they're they're, they're going to find breakthroughs those who read this book and my portion was my testimony at the time that I wrote in this book. And what God was giving me then was to think about where I am today. How did I get where I am today? And um, without, no, you know, I really, I'm just going to tell you the title. When you get to it, you're going to read it anyway. So <laughs> the title of what I wrote was Standing the strength, okay, the strength we stand in, that's the title, the strength we stand in, but God was dealing with me about where I was standing, and, uh, you know, how did I get to where I am as far as my walk with God as of today, and this book was written in December, um, with the latter part of December, and thank God it, it was published during the month of Women's Month in the month of March, but we and we thank God for that. It became a number one bestseller book. Awesome. So God has blessed me to be able to say I am a number one bestselling author. Can't nobody but God do that. You know, I'm just grateful to him. You know, but he had me to write about the strength that we stand in, you know, and it is by faith that we live and move and you know in God, you know, and it's the power of God. But when you start going back and you look over your life and you think about the struggles, you think about the battles, you think about the pain, the cycle of pain and different things that you've gone through. And you think about how you felt while you were going through all of those things. And you may have felt like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm ever going to get through this. I don't know how God's going to work this out. You just may have felt like you just didn't have any hope or you felt like you just don't know what the purpose of all of these things were. But here's the deal. 
when you stop and look at it, everything I've gone through is a combination of who I am today. And that is what the revelation was, what that God was giving to me. It don't matter what it was. It don't matter that I had to go through any of these things that I originally spoke about. It all came together to make me who I am right now. I may be somebody totally different here six months from now, but it's going to be a higher level in God. You see what I'm saying? But it's what we've been through. And it's the strength that we stand in. Hallelujah. And that strength is God. We can't get confused. It's not my strength. It's God's strength. And because I stand in his strength, I'm standing in his power. And it is his power. Hallelujah. The faith that's in God that makes a difference because the Bible says he is the author and the finisher of my faith. And so that is the that's the difference. And that's the portion that I wrote in Dear Superwoman book. It's that that's that portion of, you know, when you things are going so, so, so good, so bad. Sometimes God have to just allow stuff to fall out from under us so that we can fall on our knees and so that we can look up. And we can realize he is God and he's God all by himself. That's he right. don't need no help. He's God all by himself. And we look up to him. And when we yield to him and we, we, we love on him and we begin to understand who he is and that he loves us, then we can change. Our lives can be better. Our lives can grow and we can mature in the things that God wants us to have. Because Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. But there is a work that we have to do and we have to yield. We have to submit to God. Submit to God. Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to, uh, awesome. I thank you so much for um, joining us here on the Victoria's The Anointed Podcast to share um, your story and the different um, ministerial things that, and work that you're doing in the community. And I hope and pray that um, you just continue to, God just will continue to just bless and increase your life. Um, and we see it over time. That's my book. I'm sorry that I was kind of writing in. Um, and you guys, there's you can go to her website, um, CoachAliceWolford.com. And I'm going to um, that's if you want to that's Coach Alice, W-O-O-L-F-O-R-D um, dot com. And on there, can they purchase um, like you can see your fashion stuff? What else can they see on your? Um, well, <laughs> on your, on your I, need connect, I need to connect these sites. I haven't done that yet, but okay. we have Healing Touch Outreach Ministry. I like to acknowledge that first because that was the first baby healing touch outreach ministries and it's because it is it's strictly you know out of the heart of god um that's healing touch outreach ministries.org so that's our first um our first website and that prayer line to healing touch outreach ministries we have a prayer call every tuesday at 8 30 p.m and the prayer call phone number is 951 799-9739. I want to make sure I don't mess them nines up. It's 951-799-9739. And um, the next one would be AC Fashions 1. That's A-C-F-A-S-H-I-O-N-S in the numeral 1. Dot com. So acfashions1.com is our fashion store. We specialize in, you know, clothing for ministry, women in ministry. Uh, we're getting ready, hopefully, to go into the men's line again. But it was originally Anointed Connections. It's now acfashions1.com. Then the next uh, site is my coaching site, which I am currently updating, but it is available. You will see uh, an option to purchase uh some of my journals, I just have a few journals out there right now. Um, and you will see information concerning, I believe the Dear Woman, uh, Super, Dear Superwoman book, as well as I Discover Me, which is on Amazon. So that's Coach Alice Wolford, which is coach and then my name, dot com. Alice Wolford, W-O-O-L-F-O-R-D. And then also to um, social media, do there are there any social media links that they can look into in order to follow you as well? Yes, uh, I am on Facebook. Um, the Facebook is the is the AC Fashions One. We have an acfashions1.com page for the fashions for women's fashions, 
and we have um, my just my name coach Alice Wolford is my Facebook page so you'll be facebook.com coach Alice Wolford is my Facebook page we do have Instagram now I don't do a whole lot with a lot of but I gotta find somebody else to help me with all that <laughs> but uh, I do have Instagram but I you know like I said I'm still working through that that platform so but yes we do have that Hey, but it's a star. So you guys can still go on Instagram and follow on there too, okay? And watch the um, how God grows her. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's been a it's been a blessing to have you here on here, um, and just how you've been operating in different um, areas of ministry and how God is using you. And I hope and pray they would continue to bless. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and end this podcast with a prayer, um, and then we can um, kind of go from there. Thank you. thank you for inviting me most definitely. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for it, Father God, for just every blessing, Lord God, that you've poured out in our lives, Father God. Thank you, Lord God, for just this podcast, Lord God, and it allowing it to fall on good ears, Father God, so that it can be made applicable, Lord God, so that they can grow. Thank you, Father God, for everything that you have just done today and everything that you will do. You are the great Father and there is none like you in all the earth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. God bless. I pray that everyone will go forward and be blessed. Amen. Be blessed. Hello, I'm Lynn Sacy. I encourage you to become part of the movement. The movement of making Jesus bigger. You can find out more about the Making Jesus Bigger movement by following me on social media at Lynn Stacy Studios on Instagram and Facebook. You can purchase the t-shirt, Making Jesus Bigger, because we have been given victory in Jesus Christ on the website, www.lynnstacystudios.wixsite.com backslash media. By becoming part of the Making Jesus Bigger movement, we are choosing to be lights in the world. Be blessed in Jesus' name. And remember to always go forward and be blessed.